Wrestling Federation. For over 50 years, the revolutionary force in sports entertainment. What's our name? Welcome to the New Gen Mission Podcast on our South Connection. I'm Tim Sanka. I'm JP. Thanks for joining us again. As always, we're on the journey to relive the new generation era to find the best and worst time period wrestling or wrestling time period often forgotten. From Brendan Shaw and Survivor Series 92 to Brendan Shaw and Survivor Series 97. Look beyond the pay-per-views, examine the weekly TV, see what worked, what could have worked, and what failed. JP, how's life? Uh, life's great. Uh, football sucks, but... Chicago sports is a disaster. Yeah, yeah, sh- yeah sh- that's a good edit. Chicago sports in general is yeah, uh, dumpster fire, but yeah, Bulls suck. Yeah, Bulls sucks. Cubs just barely missed the playoffs. White Sox are having people shooting shooting themselves in the <laughs> yeah. stadium for their belly fats. Like it's right. just an embarrass- embarrassment all around. And uh, yeah, so but life life is good. Well, great- yeah. Cubs fans, so the the slogan "There's always next year" is uh, yeah, alive and well. Maybe not for the Bears though. Right, exactly. Is is we downfall and, and and currently I'm I'm watching the Taylor Swift game right now, Kansas City versus Jets. So I will be interrupting this uh, program for any time Taylor Swift shows up. Uh, <laughs> just to, out of yeah. peace. So, uh, well, she got to see two <laughs> um, two terrible offenses back to week. So. That's what I told my wife. I was like, yeah, it helps that there's literally nothing going on in these games. Right. Uh, that they could just waste all their time on that. So, uh, <clears throat> should we move on to uh, King of the Ring 94 then? Yeah, something a little bit more entertaining than watch. Yeah, so, of course. And listen to, most importantly. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah. So, so, yeah, King of the Ring 1994, Baltimore, Maryland, uh, June, Father's Day, June 19th. So, they really plug Father's Day for this thing. Um, your dark match is is probably an all timer for you. I don't know if you try to find it, but Sparky Plug versus Quang. I oh mean, man, s- six stars, six stars. That's uh, yeah, sure. that's that's, that's the feels right there. I didn't watch it, but I, per history of WWE, so uh, we'll, we'll start it off uh, with kind of an interesting. Uh, you know, this is clearly not the live feed; it's a uh, clearly the taped Coliseum video mm-hmm. uh, on Peacock because they do a couple Coliseum videos and even the. The start of it, Gorilla Monsoon kind of announces that, you know, it was a historic day and, you know, they kind of talk about uh, pictures of downtown and of the event. So they clearly they had something else in the intro that they didn't like and, and decided to kind of go over it. Uh, we get some guy in a mullet who sings the national anthem. That's that's what I've never heard of this band before. Yeah, Blackfoot. Uh, Blackfoot or Lightfoot. I mean, I'm a pretty big music fan. I've never heard of these guys. I, I'm, uh, I'm like hardcore 90s, especially 90s music fan. And I was like, who the hell is this? Like, yeah, no clue. Ex- Exactly. So, yeah, it's uh, yeah, I can't figure out who this guy is, but he did a pretty good job. And then, and then we get the the announce team. Uh, we get Gorilla Monsoon, we get Randy Savage, and we get Art O'Donnell <laughs> or Art. Donovan, oh yeah, legend. Uh, and I remember him as a kid being on David Letterman. Like I remember him. He really? kind of, you know, yeah, I remember him. He was he was kind of like the, the guy that would come on. Uh, you know, talk like sports bloopers and things like that. You remember that was a big thing. Yeah, in the 90s was, yeah. And he was one of those guys where it was kind of like, you know, sports bloopers. It kind of had like a, a funny attitude about him. He was on, I mean, he's, I think he's a hall of famer, right? I mean, he's yeah. definitely a famous, famous uh, player. He definitely was on ESPN all the time. Uh, so he's supposed to be comedic gold. And the problem with this event is he's never watched wrestling before in his life. And oh, clearly it's comedy gold. It's a, you know, there's some YouTube videos, 
uh, on his speeches, but you know, just this constant of what's going on here. Who's that? Why are they there? Uh, it, I just giggled the first match. I, I messaged you and said, I, I gotta stop after one, I got one match at a time because I'm giggling too much. Oh, his infatuation with uh, how much they weigh, too. Way and a, how much this guy weigh, <laughs> yeah, and then he keeps picking Razor throughout the whole night, and then he switches. The, the championship match he switches midway through and then yeah. cheering for razor like he's just a mess and he and one of my notes was that you know he, he constantly is asking randy uh not macho man he only calls him randy randy right. hey randy right. hey randy right. he's like a little kid uh, my yeah. son was doing the same thing today hey daddy what's this yeah. hey dad what's this yeah. it's the exact scene but not macho man so well, they need uh, to do this current day like they need to get yes. like uh <laughs> i don't know who the current like like, I don't know what athlete, because I think most athletes would be in tune with at least what wrestling is these days. Yeah. But, like, they need to get somebody that's, like, a relic athlete yep. and get, put them on Raw or something and just, like, you know. Let them go. But I get, they'd probably get in trouble for, like, being fat shaming or something in today's <laughs> asking about the weights. But, yeah. Yeah. It was – it was, it's a great thing. So we got this commentary team, and uh, one of the reasons they did this was uh, Vince McMahon is on the steroid trial during this week. He right. also got neck surgery, so he's out of action. So they kind of were kind of, what do we do? And obviously, they thought this would be kind of. I wonder if it was like a go for basis because they go back to this. You know, Vince loves celebrities, but they go back to this with the the raw GMs right later in the day. You know, similar concept, bringing in, you know, Bob Barker, right, right. you know, Seth Green or people that kind of know wrestling, but then, mm-hmm. you know, just give them some celebrity status. So I think they were kind of going for that, but it, it's, it's comedy gold, but it's, it's, it's annoying if you're actually trying to watch in ring match of what's going on, but I have no complaints. So I'll, I'll well, let to, you wait to, I make to sure. do it for a pay-per-view is wild. Yeah. Too, though. Like, like just so right. Ra- and like, we'll, we'll see tonight. Gorilla is so sick of his shit. Like. Gorilla does yeah. not like Art Donovan one bit. It, Macho plays along with it a little no. bit, but Gorilla just fucking hates him. Sometimes. <laughs> right, right, yeah. yeah Macho sometimes. gets pissed at him sometimes. Like, he stops yeah. dead. Yeah, sometimes. He's just like, oh, come on. No, I can't explain that. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, that's okay. There's a lot of Machos. That's okay. Right, that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. Play. Yep. That's okay. So, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to let you do the first match so I get okay. uh, IRS Mabel because that's yeah. my uh, seven-star Definitely. classic. Definitely. So we um we kick off with two of the you know I guess you would say favorites or heavy hitters, um in a first round matchup. Well, not first round, but the first match of King of the Ring, and it's uh Bam Bam Bigelow versus Ray Ramon. So like the, the spectacle of King of the Ring is especially like these you know first few is always awesome to me. Um, the entrance way is awesome. How the doors open up, and you got guys standing there. Um, it's just awesome. Like. Uh, Bammer and Luna come out, and Luna, Luna has like her Mad Max looking outfit on, which is awesome. So they're kind of they're not holding back any, you know, with their looks. Um, Razor gets a huge pop, and he's got this like purple and gold outfit that is just awesome too. So it's like real top of the line, you know, stuff to start the the pay per view off. Um, as far as the match goes, um, pretty solid match. Razor gets like the advantage early until. Like Bammer, like, like just launches him over the top rope. To see Razor go flying over the top, like, that was pretty cool because he's yeah. kind of a big guy. So it's awesome to showcase uh, Bammer's strength. And Art Donovan with the, like, what happens now line, like, he just, <laughs> like, he just throws him over. Like, Art Donovan's like, well, what happens now? It's like, it's so, I, like, I was legit laughing out loud. Like, I don't, I don't get humored very easily with stuff like this, but his, like, so, so like matter of fact like 
you know, he, I don't think he even like realizes he's on a wrestling pay per view right now. You know, like no. he's just with his friends watching this. So it was awesome. And then he's like, oh, 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 like he just started like <laughs> exclamating too. So he's just like so into it. Um, yeah. Then eventually, Bam Bam like climbs the ropes and kind of uh, Razor gets up and does his like power bomb type move. Obviously, Bam wasn't going to take the Razor's edge. So um, that's how Razor gets the finish. And that. Pretty solid match, not the the best matchup between these two, like not the best uh, complement of styles, I guess you could say, but pretty solid match to start the the pay per view off with. Razor yeah. getting a win. Yeah, crowd throughout this whole, well, most of the card, the crowd is hot. They're really hot for Razor here. Big pop for him coming out. I had the same thing about Bammer going for the moonsault. I think they did that because I don't think he's going to hit the Razor's edge, especially right. maybe I'm sure he probably could hit it, but you're not going to chance it. With him fighting the rest of the night, you know, so mm-hmm. I think that's probably why they went for that as well. Uh, <laughs> Bam Bam also goes for a tortured rack, which I've never seen him do before. And Art Donovan continuously believes that <laughs> Razor Ramon is dead. He literally yeah. like, he's like, he's dead, he's dead. Why is yeah. the referee not checking him? He's dead. It's like, I, I, you clearly don't know anything about wrestling. You literally right. think there's a murder, <laughs> and the people exactly. are just cheering and watching along. <laughs> Uh, which, awesome. which made me laugh. He's, he's great. So then we get to uh, our next match. IRS and Mabel are both in the back. Uh, they both mess up with their promos in the back. Uh, IRS comes out to massive heat, does his classic uh, tax cheat line for Baltimore. Art, Art loves, is confused if this guy's a wrestler because he says he's dressed like a businessman. We get mm-hmm. uh, Oscar out with rapping with Mabel's Mabel's super over here. A lot of whoop. There it is. Gorilla has no idea how to say it or what the song is. Like he's, he's clearly out of it of like, right. I think he's always been kind of out of it of pop culture, but he's especially with Mabel. And the, they, uh, it was nice that they mentioned Scott Steiner. Uh, they kind of buried him on the way. Like just that IRS kind of took out Scott Steiner and kicked him out of the WWF. So I thought that was interesting on, uh, on the match. There was a great fireman's carry by Mabel. In the match, like I thought, these two guys for two guys again back to back matches where maybe the the styles clash a little bit. I thought right. an okay match, and I thought they both kind of hit some good moves. Um, you know, the match was really hot uh, until IRS went for his chin lock, kind of slowed it, slowed it down, and then Mabel goes to the top rope or no second rope, I think. Well, whatever it is, he kind of does the Yokozuna fall down, and IRS pins him, but doesn't know how to like wrap his leg around it, and so it's just ugly pin. Uh, he's trying to get his feet on the rope, but also trying to like leverage him down. It's just very sloppy. They, they clearly messed up somewhere about the pin placements. Uh, but IRS gets a win, kind of an upset given that he mm-hmm. just looked, Mabel looked dominating, uh, and, and Mabel's first single match, I think, or maybe I guess well, he had a King of the qualifier, but kind of weird for Mabel to be kind of buried in this new singles role for right now, wherever, I don't know where Mo is, but it seems like they're maybe going for a singles role for, for, uh, Mabel. So kind of weird that he gets jobs out here but it makes sense that you're going to do irs versus uh uh razor uh, razor in this next round so yeah it's also funny when like art says like he's going to go to the ring one of these times like whatever, whatever <laughs> maybe falls down it's like yeah like, that, that goes to show you he hasn't seen wrestling like like he just thinks that the ring's made out of shit and mabel's gonna yep. get through it and this is why this is where i put in the notes too that gorilla is already sick of art shit like gorilla doesn't even like respond to half the things he's saying now he's just like god damn dude it's like yeah can you at least play along like at least pretend like you you're into it kind of thing yeah um, and there's 
And there's some parts of art that's like good because he leads on to like storylines, you know, like, oh, what's happening here? And then Gorilla Macho will say, well, this is, you know, with Luna. They're like, oh, that's Luna. That's his manager. Yeah. Like, you like, so some parts are good, but just, you know, kind of like thinking the guy's dead, thinking the ring's going to collapse, you know, constantly like, why are they? He goes, that guy's too fat. Why is he fighting him? Like, just like, well, you don't get wrestling at all. Right. So I think there, there are parts where he could be good, but. Uh, you know, clearly Macho and Gorilla are just like, you've, you've clearly done zero homework and they probably spent, you know, weeks, you know, prac- getting ready for this. So, well, it's like, if you're, a, if you're a, a like very casual fan or first time fan, he's going to help you. Like yep. if you listen to him, like he's going to help you because he asked the questions like where you have to figure out the rules and you have yep. to figure out all these things. But if you're a hardcore fan or something, if you're not into the, like, um, like the awkwardness of him, like it's probably gonna piss you off. Probably oh, yeah. just like you know what's going on. But I, I like the charm of him, so I, I I'm okay with it. Yeah. Um. So from there, we do get like a quick backstage with the uh, Cornet Yoko and Crush. Um. Nothing too much there. Just that Crush's outfit was exquisite. I put down his his outfit was awesome. Um. But from there, we get the uh, Owen versus Tatanka matchup, which is one. I was looking forward to a lot with this one, just to kind of see how Owen's like arc goes throughout the night. Um, Owen's pink on pink is awesome. Like this yep. is like his like crowning outfit. I love it. Um, then <laughs> Art asks how much Owen weighs, and Gorilla just ignores him. Like he doesn't even <laughs> say anything. Like he's just like, "Come on, dude. Like this is not even like one of our bigger guys. Why are you asking how much he weighs? Like you're yep. just doing it to be a dick now." So uh, I love the hot start with like Owen bumping around for Tatanka too. Like they're really giving Tatanka a lot still, like being the solid babyface with Owen. Um, and then I, I just have to put it in my nose, like in the match, because because it's so random. He just randomly asked how much Tatanka weighs. Like yep. it, in the match, the match is already going on. Tatanka's doing stuff. He must have saw like Tatanka do a power move or something. Like man, he's probably pretty big. How much does he weigh? Like that, that's his whole shtick right now. It's just like, man, like I'm comparing him to, you know, linebackers and stuff, I guess. But, um, and then I put Vince has to be losing his shit hearing this. Like when he's, if he watches this back he, or he's watching at home or something, he's just got to be like, what the hell is he doing? Um, Tataka gets like this great fire up. And, you know, I have in my notes that like, these two mesh really well together too. Like, yep. Their styles fit pretty good. But, um, Owen eventually hit the reverse sunset for the win, so like reverse sun- versus sunset flip. So, kind of a uh, not as strong putting him over. So Tatanka is strong too, I guess, um, which is kind of cool because, like, not knowing going in, you don't know who the winner is going to be, and with this finish, it's still not clear either. So kind of like since it wasn't like a dominant finish, it's kind of like okay, he just kind of slipped on a banana peel into that one. So pretty fun match. Um, nothing crazy, but enough to get you kind of entertained and see the story goes through with that. Yeah, I mean, uh, huge pop again. The crowd's still hot for Tatanka and for these matches. It's, it's weird they don't bring Chief J Strongbow, given they did the Hall of Fame uh, induction that weekend or somewhere around this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that they mentioned that Luger had, had chosen Tatanka to win it all. So kind of foreshadowing a little bit I like that. Right. So, uh, of course, Art right away, like you mentioned, ask how much uh, Owen weighs. And it's also like he talks over the ring announcer giving the information. <laughs> like the <laughs> right, ring announcer right. says it every match. Right. Uh, Macho Man with this classic, like clearly he's fuddled because he says, he's talking about football. He talks about how a four, 
five four defense, which is just amazing. Yeah. Maybe the, yeah. maybe the Bears should maybe the Bears should try that. There's a spot where Gorilla <laughs> the Gorilla Art says something and Gorilla says, I didn't hear you. And that's the macho man that I have here. It just says, That's okay. It just like blows like <laughs> yeah. Gorilla clearly yeah. blows him off. Macho's just like, That's okay. Like yeah. just do it. Move on. Uh, I love I love the way Owen uh hooks his legs on the sunset flip. Like he does a great job of really hooking the legs, like uh to you know, hold them from kicking out. So I love that. Mm-hmm. And, and then Arch just says, I can't believe it and then, at the end of the match. And that's, that's right. it. Um, and uh, that was my note too, that he never, he, he never calls him macho man. He just constantly calls him Randy. Uh, never Randy Savage is always. Randy, right. So, right. Uh, yeah, fun match. I, yeah. Yeah. Best friends. Uh, but a, fu- a fun match uh, between them two. And I think another fun match with one, two, three kid versus w- double J here next. So kind of, different styles in the first two openers and here you get the skinnier guys which they're clearly trying to go for a little bit that's like more in-ring action right of the new generation era right uh, and they, they constantly talk about that throughout these matches about how this is the new generation era which doesn't make sense for the main event but besides that they, yeah. they really talk this up so hot match i think between king and double j uh art's confused on this match because he, he likes one two three kid but he says he's too little so kind of again i get on the weight factor uh the uh, Double J once gets hit in the nuts or the balls during the match. Art loses his mind. The crowd loses their mind. That's a kind of common trope of the 80s, 90s is kind of the nut shots, right? And kind of the overselling by the, the face. Uh, I, I thought uh, Double J did some some great stuff here throughout, like really picking on one, two, three kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he kind of showboats for the figure four at the end. Uh, kid grabs some hair, which is kind of you know, a heel move, but grabs some hair, gets a small package, and gets kind of an upset win, right? Uh, you know, Double J looked solid during the match. They kind of really talked down Kid as far as like this scrawny little guy, uh, and, and kind of got the big upset win. And then after the match, Double J just goes off on him. Uh, I think three or four pile drivers, yeah, uh, really, really sick ones, like dangerous considering you have a kid fight again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and then you get Art also saying that they should bring out the Marines to stop this, uh, obviously because the refs do nothing to stop it, but right. really putting really putting over uh, Double J is strong and kind of a, a vicious heel, and then also putting over Kid. Uh, well, for later, but putting over Kid that he's pretty resilient. You know, I, th- I think a pretty good setup. Uh, fun back to back matches uh, at this part of the card. Really showing athleticism, a lot of high flying between both kind of both guys, and, and the same with Owen in the match before. Yeah, I really love this match. I really love how these two uh, mesh. Like how Jarrett's kind of yeah. like your mid-sized guy. Like he's not too big, so he can kind of right. keep pace with Kid. Um, then the the pile drivers and the, like the fist drops, like using all of Lawler's uh, Lawler's main offense of his heyday, um, is awesome. Like I don't know if that's a, a nod to Lawler or what, but like I assume know, so. I I, you know. I assume that was because it's just random. Like this. Jared, have we seen him use a pile driver yet or anything? Well, well and then he does the fist drop too. Like yeah, yeah, right, yeah. From the top, so it's crazy. Yeah, yeah I, we haven't seen him do that. So it was, it was kind of cool that um, he did that, like post match, kind of kept his heat, kind of thing. Um, but yeah, like I like I like kid winning. Like I like um, Jared, you know, dominating after the fact. And Jared's punches were awesome in this match too. Like it's just this was such a fun little match, and it definitely felt like. Uh, new gen to me so it's pretty good stuff um so then from there we go backstage with brett and he kind of teases what family member will be with him and i feel like when when it's such like a, a free-flowing promo for brett it's so much better when it's not it's like scripted i'm gonna get yep. you or 
kind of thing. Like it was just more like just talking conversationally. Um, so much better. So pretty good stuff here from Brett. Um, and that leads into our uh, world title match of Brett versus Diesel. Weird placement on the card for this, in my yes. opinion. Very weird. So we still have the tag team title match. We still have um, the King of the Ring matches to go through, which I, I could see spreading those out, obviously. But you got the tag match, and then you have the Lawler Piper match still. So crazy that they put this like right smack in the middle of the card. Um, but you know, getting past that, Diesel looks like a star coming out. I love it. I love how he like. You know, he feels like he belongs in this in this match, um, even though he kind of doesn't. But yep. just on looks, he does. Um, then Brett comes out and he's got Anvil with him. So uh, that's obviously the family member he's hinting towards. The Heart Foundation's kind of reunited kind of thing. Um, and in the match, Diesel's really like showcasing his power early on. Like I love how Brett works with big guys like this. Um, where eventually he starts cutting them down, like working on Diesel's legs. Um, so it's pretty good, and it's pretty good with from Diesel too. Like this is Diesel's not just being carried; like Diesel's doing his part in a little bit. Um, so Sean comes like charging in and nails Brett with a clothesline, and then Anvil like starts chasing him. So kind of playing like the enforcer role to help you know balance Sean out. You know he didn't stop him from hitting the clothesline, so he kind of didn't do a good job there, but. Um, then like, uh, eventually gets back into the ring and Diesel tosses Brett into the ref. So he got like a ref bump and Brett slams, uh, like there's like a exposed turnbuckle that they're setting up. I guess Diesel yep. can set it up for Brett, but Brett ends up, uh, slamming Diesel into it and starts like mounting the comeback, which is, which is really good stuff. Like this comeback from Brett on Diesel was awesome. Um, Anvil nails Sean, the tax Diesel as Diesel's going for the jackknife. So kind of like sets up the DQ, but you know, I guess he's saying he saved Brett, whatever. Um, Anvil then just takes off, which is weird. Like, you know, he saves him for the DQ, so he doesn't lose his title, but then he takes off and lets Brett get beat down uh, by Sean and Diesel after the match. So, very weird way to do that. Like, you would think you would try to cost him and maybe not cost him, then take off and let the beatdown happen, but he, like, saved his title kind of. Which I guess makes sense if you know what's coming, like why you wanted to save the title, I guess. Um, so I thought this match overall was a lot better than what I had remembered it being. Like I know um, Brett's later, like last match with Diesel, like Survivor Series 95 is really good. I think the Rumble's pretty solid, but I never had this as like one of those, you know, it's obviously not like top tier, but I never even thought of it as being like a really good match. And it, it kind of was, like it was a pretty good story. Um, especially for someone like his, you know, Diesel's level right now. So I thought this was pretty fun. Um, the match, you know, the ending being what it was, but still a, a very solid match on this card. Yeah. Uh, you know, I put the same thing weird that it comes out in the middle. The Hulk Hogan's match was in the same spot last year. So I'm not mm. sure if, if they're kind of like, they're trying to, I think, put over the King of the Ring as being the, the main event of this night. But again, it's weird what, what match we end the night with anyways. Right. Uh, but that's weird. Uh, yeah. You're told exactly right. Brett tells a great story here. I think diesel does too, but I'm sure it's Brett led, you know, diesel during the match gets the, does the ring spot spot to the Brett's back. Does the backbreaker does a side backbreaker. Like he really does a lot there. I think probably the match might be just a little too long given diesel stamina and just kind of being 
some of his moves weren't very over because I just think, like we've talked about, he just kind of comes out of nowhere as a competitor. So it's mm. not, uh, I feel like maybe just a little long on some of the stuff, but I think the storytelling of it, of the match, is very well done. Right. Uh, and you kind of get Sean and Anvil on the outside. So they, this is one of those matches where clearly like the outside inter- interference is going to lead to, like if you're watching it live, they're being too involved that you know they're going to get involved in the end, right? Like it's, it's right, kind of right. Common trope, like if they're they're being throughout the whole thing. So Sean's constantly, you know, uh, getting up in the on the ring or chasing Anvil around. He, he's the one that takes the ring post. Uh, sorry, the turn block off the ring post. Uh, I also noticed that Art Donovan is calmed down during this match. Like he asked yeah. a few questions. So I wonder if they told him like, "Hey, you just got this match. Do not talk." Exactly. Uh, because he starts talking in the rest of the night, but it feels like this this is uh, kind of they leave him alone. Um, like you said, Anvil comes to the, right at the 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 uh, jackknife to save Brett's title, uh, and then it's weird that Sean and Diesel then beat down Brett. Uh, I wonder if there's going to be a feud out of that because obviously they kind of go their own directions after this. Like, mm-hmm. well, I think SummerSlam, right? But like, I, I I wonder if this will be a feud going forward. It's kind of been one that we've talked about where like the feud hasn't been great. Like there is no feud. Um, right. Right. And so it's kind of weird that they attack them after the match. So we'll see if they're like, it leads to anything over the next couple of months or it's just kind of a random beat down. Like they don't seem to have like an animosity between the two of them. So that was kind of weird at the end, but you're kind of right. The storytelling of Anvil leaving Macho kind of, you know, mentions what, what's going on with it. Uh, and then we get, do get the art got him in classic. Of, <laughs> he's stealing the belt when Sean of the ref, yeah. trying to make the ref. So, yeah, we get uh, after that. We get uh, King interview. He makes fun of Art Donovan. He also talks about how Piper's already been retired already, and like I think he's been retired a couple times already. And it's just crazy uh, that Piper just keeps coming back. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of classic, you know, wrestling retirement angle. Uh, and then we get Razor versus IRS, uh, the Royal Rumble rematch. Uh, IRS again has a rough, <laughs> rough promo on the way down. Uh, get, getting a ton of heat, but just calling everyone idiots and kind of flubs his promo a little bit. Uh, you know, I, this is one where I like Art asking about. He kind of, when uh, IRS has got the chin lock, he asks about why IRS is putting his feet on the ropes. So, like, again, that's kind of like a good, like, hey, w- what's happening here? You know, like, right, right. kind of like that, but he does so many stupid things that, uh, you know, that, that kind of take off your serious wrestling fan. And then even after Macho tells him, he just goes, oh, okay. Like, he, like, doesn't even actually care about the answer. It's like, okay. Whatever. Uh, Art also mentions that one, two, three kid uh, won't show up. They kind of talk about how that no one's found him yet. Uh, so that's kind of you know interesting that they kind of do that that way with like okay, one, two, three kids out of it. So mm-hmm. Owens go to the finals, uh, which sets up the next match. Great. Uh, I thought Razor's Edge here was awesome. I thought the way he like slammed. Oh yeah, he spiked uh, him. The, he spiked him good. So he must have been stiff with him or something. Uh, the crowd goes nuts for it. The match was okay. The rumble, the rumble match was way better. Obviously, yeah. I think both guys were a little tired as well, and Razor knew he couldn't go all out for this match, knowing he's going to win. So uh, it was an okay match. Uh, short, uh, but, you know, kind of just their standard IRS chinlock match. And definitely the crowd was a little bit less into it. I think probably, again, coming off the world title match that had been pretty long and, uh, you know, some other hot matches, they're probably off, you know, getting beers and things like that. They kind of left a little bit downplay of it. Except for one old lady. So like, okay, there's a part, the part when IRS is putting his feet on the ropes and this old lady is losing her shit on the ref. Like she's got to be like 70 years. Well, I don't know. It's 94. She could have been like 45. Yeah. Looked at, you know, back then. 
But yeah. like she was shitting on the like just give, yelling at him. I'm like, oh, I wish fans were still like this. Um, so it's pretty <laughs> cool. And, and then like when Razor gets to Razor Edge, that's when Donovan hits the. I may have picked a winner. He's, <laughs> like he's so excited about it. So yeah, um, pretty good stuff there. And like you said, the, both guys are probably tired, not their best effort, but still a, a solid enough match. Um, yeah, So then after that, we get Brett like looking backstage for anvil kind of like pounding on the doors looking for him seeing where he's at so kind of a, a storyline progression there with those two um then we also get like todd filling out the bracket kind of like speculating on kids availability like you just said so nice little storyline leading into the next match and also keeping the baby face like um equitable like you know he's not just yeah. gonna get jobbed out so our next match is owen hart versus which should be one, two, three, kid, and Art Donovan again. He's he's wants his he wants his answer. He asks again, how much does Owen <laughs> weigh? So he's not satisfied until he gets the Owen's full weight down. So and again, the announcer announces it. <laughs> right, right. So he's just not paying attention. But uh, kid takes a while, but then comes out, and this is like this famous opening spot where Owen does the drop kick to the ropes in the dark, like. Drop kicking is coming to the ring like like it Dangerous. looks like Owen comes from the dark yeah and what's so awesome about this spot is that four years later King of the Ring ninety eight Owen faces one two or faces X Pac then <laughs> and does the same exact spot to open the match and it's so awesome like so it's just something I'll always remember and like that continuity they kept with that yeah um eventually Kid gets upper hand and dives or or Owen sorry Owen dives onto Kid on the outside so. He's kind of showing his uh, high-flying ability as well. And then uh, Kid, like, randomly hits a moonsault on Owen and starts bringing it. So, like, really face uh, fast-paced action in this match, which is awesome. Like, I love this style of wrestling. Like, I love, you know, this era. Like, it's 94. Like, you got the, the Super J-Cup is this year. Um, this, like, breed of wrestler, like, this midweight, cruiserweight is, is coming to the forefront. And, like, these type of matches, even if it's, you know, sub five minutes, just so awesome. Um, there's this great catch of the spin kick into a German by Owen. That's awesome. Like such a sick move to like, you know, you don't see that kind of stuff. Like you, we weren't seeing that, you know, a year ago on raw or any yep. peer reviews. We weren't seeing anything like that. So pretty cool um, spot there. And then um, there's a Northern lights, that gets a near fall. Owen gets his legs on the ropes from kids. So kid kind of then, dives onto him on the outside so good back and forth um once owen did nail him with that german though he hit him with the with a sharp shooter and got the win so owen kid fought valiantly you know he kept his baby face heat and um owen advances to the finals like he should so this is honestly one of the best like sub five minute matches you'll find out there um especially that it's a pay-per-view match and advances a story as well i thought like for what they had, they just packed everything into it. It was awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's probably you know, you know, under five minute match. It's probably this, and then Goldberg, uh, Brock at. Uh, oh yeah, was I was there for that one. Was yep. that thirty three or yeah? I, and yep. Those are the two. I mean, they're they're two different styles, it. but but they're perfect, right? This match is absolutely perfect. You could tell they get gassed in the middle of it, so like it's a perfect length match. I've I've heard other podcasts like, oh man, give these. 10 15 minutes with it is like no this was no, this is no. perfect this is what you needed right yep. like uh you know it was uh the drop kick to start is just crazy it's very 
very dangerous, but it yeah. works. Uh, they talk a lot about New Gen in this match. Uh, that the, the moves out over the top rope is just crazy. The the crowd just audibly like gas for it, and then goes nuts for it. Like they just haven't seen stuff like this. It'll be interesting to see if they take the styles you kind of mentioned and really run through it, or mm-hmm. if it kind of dies out. Like this, the way the crowd is gasping for this, and we constantly talk about this by one, two, three, kid. It's like I don't know why they didn't go for more of this type of style. Uh, and we see our friends at WCW in like a year, right? Really. You know, pick up these guys, right? The Rays, right. the right, the Lugers. You know, they really go for it, and it's weird that kind of maybe WWF doesn't. We'll see. Maybe they, maybe they, I just don't see it as much. But this match was awesome. Um, tons of hit, tons of pinfalls as well in the match. Like uh, for a three minute match, there had to been like four or five, maybe even more pin, like close pinfalls with like massive kickouts. Mm. Uh, definitely Owen. Oh, like right near the end, they both kind of were catching their breath, but. It was a sprint. Uh, and then actually on the sharpshooter, I don't know if you noticed, but Kid actually tapped. Uh, I'm sure he said yes, but he actually oh, wow. did it. Yeah. yeah, he actually taps on it. Now, I, again, I think he's, they're not going for that yet, but it's kind of crazy that he kind of goes for the tap. I really think that puts uh, just that sharpshooter move, the way Owen puts it on him, like really makes him look strong. Right. Um, I, I thought a really fun match. Uh, and yeah, like you said, I, I think of under five minutes, like no storytelling type match. Like it's this and that. And, the Goldberg one, I think they're just both, you know, perfect for what they are. So, exactly. Yeah. Uh, we get a terrible Piper interview. He actually forgets what city he's in. He's like, I, where am I yes. again? Yeah. Uh, oh, like, oh, my God. He talks about, uh, he's talking about like chocolate bar or something like this. You eat a Hershey's. It's just terrible. He's just, he's so, he doesn't take it serious. Of, yeah. He yeah. doesn't yeah. off with this. It clearly could have like taken a, you know, t- done another take, but he's like, nope, that's good enough. Right. Uh, so, you know, again, this, this feud is just dead on the water. Uh, and then we get our tag team title match. We get the Head Shrinkers versus Yokozuna and Crush. Kind of a you know another match where there's been no real feud to it, right? Let's just like randomly show up. Uh, Art's really confused here of how many guys are going to be fighting here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. really does kind of be like, you know, it's just two on two. Uh, uh, Art definitely is confused on how big <laughs> Yokozuna is. Like, I can't believe I've never seen a guy this big, which is kind of true, right? Like, even right. NFL guys, like, he's impressed by how big Mabel and Yokozuna are. These, this is a guy that's seen, you know, 300-pounders back, especially back in the, you know, 60s and 70s with football where they're probably, you know, real guts, you know. Right, like, right. Uh, and right. he's he's impressed by these guys. So I think that puts puts both uh, Yoko and, and uh, Mabel over a little bit. Uh, the match is kind of a nothingness match. Like, there's really no storyline to it because there's been no feud. All the oh, we got Taylor Swift sighting. Sorry, gotta, gotta <laughs> keep up with that. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but we get you know the match guy is nothing. They really try to put over the the head gimmick of the head shrinkers. They talk about how they're kind of they're they're more aggressive, but they don't actually show it in the match. Like they don't do anything that shows they're more aggressive with Captain Lou. And so basically, the end of the match, all it comes down to is Luger comes out. I love that Gorilla talks about the, the feud between Crush and Luger and then just Art Donovan's classic, who's the guy with the American flag? And yeah, yeah. Mashman tells him, he goes, oh, okay. <laughs> and no follow-up. Yeah. He's great. Uh, and then, yeah, it's just it's just very weird ending that then you get a random sidekick by the head shrinker. Yokozuna kind of doesn't come in for the pinfall, but then kind of decides he should maybe. And the head shrinkers win on kind of not even their finishing move, just a random sidekick. Uh and, and Luger, like, didn't even come into the ring. Like, it's just kind of sloppy. No. 
sloppy. I put that was the same exact note I put was a random sidekick for the win. Luger, yep. Luger comes out and doesn't even like distract him right away. Like oh. it's not even involved so, in the finish. He's by the entrance still. Right. I was like, yeah. what was going on with this match? Like it's like it's cool. The head shrinkers felt elevated, but the match itself just sucked. Like it was so it was all disjointed. Set up- it was all set up to have Luger. Like that was the only point of this match. Yes, yes. Was to have Luger, which again I think we talked about. Like let's just have Crush and Luger fight. Exactly. Here, skip this tag team match. Grudge I get match. Maybe, yeah. yeah, I guess I get, I get. Maybe you're not having Yokozuna on the the card. Kind of sucks a little bit, but still, uh, it, it was pretty crappy. And this is where I put to another crappy finish for a Crush feud because we had Crush versus Doink. Now we have Crush versus Luger. You know, yep. these, these kind of like feuds yep. he's in. They kind of go nowhere. And I, I actually didn't even put my notes as I said that. Even the Crush versus Yoko last year, right? Like, you know, Yoko took him out, and now he's just randomly teaming with him. Like, no mention of it. Like, they just, yep, they're friends now, even though exactly. he took him out for, for a couple weeks. So, uh, yeah, really weird. Uh, really random, too. So, yep. Um, so, from there, we get the finals of the King of the Rings tournament, which is uh, Rachel Ramon versus Owen. Uh, love this matchup. Love this like finals. Like I love these two being in the finals. Like I think I think that's the looking at the whole bracket. I think that's the best um, outcome you could have. Like a very over babyface yes. versus a very yep. over heel. Um, and like as far as the match goes, lots of struggle early on, which I like. Like I like both of them fighting for it. Like it shows like the importance of wanting to be the king of the ring. Uh, very like even back and forth to begin. Um, Razor does his. I hate this spot where he does the dumbass like Razor's Edge facing the outside of the ring and yep. gets thrown over the top of the rope. Like it's the it's the whole you can't powerbomb Billy Kidman thing. Yep. He's gonna face buster you every time. I hate that. If you hate that um, spot, you probably should stop watching Razor Ramon matches. <laughs> right. Yeah. He does it all the time. I hate it. Like it's just, it's just so like what are you gonna do? Razor Edge, Razor's Edge, the guy outside of the ring. <laughs> You know, but, it would be uh, awesome if he does. Yeah, right. Maybe we'll right. see it. <laughs> it would yeah. be an amazing, amazing exactly. Yeah. So uh, Anvil comes down and like fakes like he's checking on Razor, um, which is cool. Like he's yep. so hyper about it too. Like he just can't wait to do the turn and clothesline him. So he does clothesline him, like, but he's so like hyped up waiting to do it. It's pretty <laughs> awesome. Um, and then that leads to Owen hitting the top rope elbow for the win and the crown of King of the Ring. So. Owen and Anvil start beating down Razor, and they do the heart attack, which was a nice touch. Yep. Um, doing the heart foundation finish, and Owen is now crowned as the King of Hearts in a great spot. Like uh, I'm loving that. You know, they do like the coronation. Owen's the king, would, and he just fits perfect. Like Brett didn't fit as much with like the king's, you know, uh, outfit on and everything. Owen just looks, he looks yep. the part, and I think that's like a a major bonus as far as you know when you're picking like kings and and stuff like that he just he, he nailed it and he's you know ready to take off for these next few months yep uh yeah i thought the buzz for the crowd was a little bit killed but that tag team match the crowd was out of it so they were hot up until the tag team match and uh that killed the crowd but Right. Uh, this is the one where Art again is choosing Razor throughout the whole night, and then mid match he goes, "Eh, Owen's gonna win." And Krill yeah. is like, "Are you serious? Right? Like, you're literally only here to cheer for Razor Ramon to put over that. Like, it's a guarantee that Razor's going to win." Uh, they're both sweaty mess. I mean, they both have greasy kind of hair, but they're like hair is really gross. Uh, 
again, I'm guessing they didn't shower between matches, or if they did, it probably didn't take. You know, it's just like right, right. Thing. Again, I have the same note about the he, he goes up for the razor's edge and Owen flips him out, makes no sense. Uh, Anvil kind of comes down like sneakily. I like the way he kind of comes down, like All right, I'll help you out, Razor. And then like Macho and Gorilla are just like blown away that he did this. Uh, and I wish they would have done a little bit more Anvil beatdown on Razor. Like it's kind of Razor's such a strong babyface to like one clothesline and then kind of go pinned by that. It's a good storyline, yeah. but again, I think Razor's just so much stronger than just one story, you know, one clothesline. I mean, this is still the era where, you know, you know, people used to lose out a loaded purse and things, you know, so it, like, you got to kind of do a little kayfabe on it, but just the way Razor has been built up, it seems silly that like one anvil clothesline took him out. So mm-hmm. um, then we go to, you mentioned the coronation. I already have my, first time I put this in my notes, stock down, Jack Tunney gets stocked down in a dud. I mean, he tries to talk. The, the crowd boos him as Owen, or I don't know who steals it from, either Owen or Anvil just steals the microphone out of him. He just like putzes his way back down. Like he looks so pathetic as the he president does. of the organization to just be clowned by both the fans and by Owen and Anvil. Right. Uh, so his, not that his stock was up, but he's knocked down for me for the first time. And then I love the King of Hearts gimmick. Like it's a great thing. The pink works with him with the the purple crown and the 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 uh, robe it, it just looks good on it with the pink uh so really standard uh awesome ending really elevates this this is same as wrestlemania 10 this elevated owen hart to yep. that main event type level uh the crowd was there were some cheers for him but they they definitely cared about him right which is big about wrestling exactly. right? you actually you could hear the booze but you could also hear some you know face pops for him as well uh and then we get you know them kind of talking at ringside Macho Man turns his back on Art Donovan because they're just sick of his shit at this point. Yeah. And they and that's where they really kind of give the uh, the document of wait, Anvil saved Brett's title so that Owen could take him out. They kind of mention the same thing, like the beatdown. That's, that's why Anvil didn't care about it. So they really kind of stole that storyline um, pretty well and kind of just making sure it was very clear that it's going to be Brett and Owen for the next mm-hmm. match, right? And Anvil yep. kind of, Owen went up to him, right? He, he had Anvil kind of whatever he did right to get a Brett's favor. And now he's kind of on Owen's team. So I, I like that, uh, that kind of ending there. Mm-hmm. And I get the last match. Oh yeah. Sweet. All right. So we get highlights of, they, they talk about highlights of this feud, which is not a feud at all. Um, we get, uh, Roddy Piper versus the Jerry, the King Lawler. Now what I'm pissed about on the Peacock, unless I missed it, uh, at the actual show, they interviewed the governor of Maryland uh, have you ever heard about mm. this? Ever no. Seen this interview? No. All right. So he, uh, he, they interview him and they ask him what I think of wrestling. And he says, ah, this isn't that great. I'm really more of a Hulk Hogan fan. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So they caught it because I, I, I'm like, I, I went back. I'm like, I can't find it of where it is because that's where King, uh, when he gets into the ring, really starts picking on the governor and says he's had too right. many Budweiser's and things like that. Yes. But yes, they for some reason it wasn't in there, unless I missed it really early on. I just missed the no, note, it. No, yeah. it wasn't on this feed, but I do remember that. I, I don't remember it like how it played out, but I do remember hearing people talk about that. So yeah. 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 So uh, I, I like that Laura picks that up and really puts him over. Like Lawler is like, you know, smart. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm guessing he didn't have that planned, right? He, well, there was not planning on picking on him, but he's just like, F this guy, right? Exactly. Uh, 
Uh, they talk about how that I like this with Archie talks about how the king should have been a preacher. He's got a good point. Like King does have that. Like he gets the crowd to react to him. Oh uh, yeah. He definitely gets the heat. The crowd is definitely booing him as much as they don't care about this. Uh, the crowd definitely does it. I love the fact too. Ark gets confused by why the king is out there after they just crowned a new king, which I think is funny. Uh, you know, really kind of putting over. He's like, he was he the king? Is he still the right. king? I think that's very funny. Trues him over. That's a good call. Uh, and then Macho Man goes on about how nobody does the pay per view like uh, WWE, which Gorilla talks about the new generation as we're talking about. You know, Piper and, and like you know, forty year old Jerry the King Lawler fighting at our main events. Uh, Piper's in great shape for this match. I'd say that's one of the positives. Is like he's actually cut. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never felt like he's a guy that always like. There's some of those guys like he just like. All right, Warrior and Rick Rude and you know Perfect. These guys are like just massive cut. I never felt Piper that way, but for this match, he definitely is. He's in great shape. Uh, almost has like a six pack to his art. You can just definitely. tell he's cut for the match. Um, the crowd is hot at first, but uh, definitely the cool bagpipers intro helps Piper get out. The crowd's at, at first, but you get two guys that are kind of. They have no chemistry together. Uh, you know, Piper's kind of this brawler. Jerry the King Lawler is very Memphis, you know, storytelling, which the crowd doesn't care about, and Piper doesn't sell it that well. I'm not blaming Piper for that, but it, it's just the crowd doesn't care about this match. Um, you know, they bring uh, – sorry, Piper does bring out the young boy. I, I don't think they ever give him his name. No, um, I don't think so. And, and so the, you get a right at the end, it's a sloppy ending, but you get a ref bump. Piper does his classic, you know, uh, bare knuckles out of his tights. He whacks Piper pretty good, gets the pinfall, but of course he sets his feet right up on the ropes. The young boy pushes his feet off the rope. Uh, Piper turns around and we get kind of a random side, ugly side suplex. Uh, Piper gets the one, two, three, he throws King out of the ring. The crowd pops for that and they kind of hear the bike. Piper's, you know, his music hit it over. Uh, but kind of a nothing match, and they just fades kind of to black with Piper in the ring, uh, which I'll be shocked the next time we see him. It might be 96, but it's such a weird thing to talk about. This is the first pay-per-view of the New Generation era, and you're left leaving Piper in the ring to finish it off. Um, yeah, pretty pretty disappointing. Even Art Donovan barely has any jokes or anything to say this. I don't know if they shut his mic off, but he was pretty silent in the match. So it's one of, it's probably up there as the worst main events. Uh, it, it probably WWE history or, or up there for non disappointment, you know. Like, I mean, there's I think there's other people that hate main events because right. you know, Cody Rhodes didn't win. I hate exactly. wrestling, but you know, for just pure like garbage, this is the worst we've I think that's happened to date. And there's gonna be very few that kind of surpass that on a go forward basis. Well, yeah, this this belonged to King of the Ring '95, like this, yes, should have been on that pay per view, and then like. Lawler deserves, like we've said in the chat, Lawler deserves much better at this time. Like, he's carrying the hip. He's, it should have been Macho Man in this match. Like, he's feuded with Macho Man on and off. Like, Macho Man's the babyface commentator. He's the heel commentator. Like, it would have made so much sense if you're going to have some random feud. Um, why they're infatuated with Piper and especially to bring him, like, out of the mothballs, like, as he's filming a movie, like, what did you think you were going to get out of him? Like, I, yeah. I don't get it. You know, like, you're trying to move on from this Hogan-era stuff, and you're bringing back his arguably biggest rival from that day. So it's just going to make people think about Hogan. Like, people watch this match, and they're like, oh, where's Hogan at? Like, I'll see right. Piper, where's yep. Hogan? Let me go switch to the other channel where Hogan is at now. Like, like this is so dumb. Like, and Piper just did not give two shits about this at all. No. 
Um, I, I, I have a feeling the only way he even did it is if they would play the charity because of how many times he talks about it. So it just, I don't know. It's charity is movie. Yeah. Charity is movie, yeah. Exactly. So it, it just sucks for Lawler. Um, he didn't, you know, didn't, wasn't great shakes in this match either. It's not like he was, you know, going crazy for it. But I'm sure um, he kind of knew what he was getting into with, with Piper. But to uh, have the background of this whole pay-per-view, like the world title match being two young up-and-coming guys, um, you know, younger at least, then Owen yeah. crowned, and then this be the main event is just so weird. Like, it's just, it does not fit at all, but. Yeah. I mean, I think they were in a tough spot of what to put on last. Right. Uh, you, you couldn't do the, the way the storyline works. You couldn't really do the Brett uh, Diesel match, especially with the way, if they want to go DQ ending, right. Mm-hmm. And really, that's gonna, that's a terrible way to end it. Right. I think they were a little maybe afraid. I mean, this has got to be one of the first heels to win to end the night. I think we, we, we watched Yoko win. Royal Rumble, I think that was one we talked about, but there's been very few heels winning, uh, so maybe they were just nervous on that. But this feud has, you know, been months in the making with no effort from Piper, um, and I think the neighbor, I'm guessing they were expecting more from him, but they couldn't not have him on there at this point, right? Like once you start mm-hmm. promoting it, you have to do it. Uh, so I think they're just kind of trapped of okay, let's just have this match, and it's the only thing that makes sense to finish with. But it, again, like you mentioned, it just makes no sense of what they're actually trying to get across from this pay-per-view. Well, see, I, like, I wish they would have went Owen versus Razor to finish, have them jump Razor and then Brett come out for the save. And then like, yep. you know, Brett and Razor fending them off. is kind of like the happy ending or whatever. Like, yeah. That'd be good. You know, yeah. It's not the win, but, but you know, yeah, this, especially the way Piper won with this like long roll up that took forever. Like it's just, so anticlimactic. I don't know. Just, just sour taste for a otherwise pretty good show. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. All right. Should we go to awards or anything else that you wanted yes, to sir. bring up? All right. So we got uh, most new jet outfits. So uh, there was quite a few on this show, actually. Which they, were bringing, they were bringing the big dogs. Yeah. But I loved uh, Jarrett's like orange outfit that he had. That was awesome. Yep. Very good. I'm going to go. You, you brought it up. I'm going to go crush. Nice. Uh, it's definitely the the heel yes. uh, cross, but yeah, Owen Hart's too it was is great. I think there's yep. a lot of guys. Most new gen performer. Um, I have to go Owen. I think like you know his match with Kid was awesome, and then his performance like winning in the ring was pretty good too. Like being crowned, so I mean, I have to go with him. Yeah, I'm going one two three Kid. Just that was a awesome performance since you went yeah. Owen. That was an awesome performance, awesome match. And he was match versus Jarrett was great too. Mm-hmm. Uh, worst match or segments? Oh, main event by far. Main event. I don't even call it the main events. Uh, yeah, yeah. Last match. <laughs> Ma- last match. Yeah, Piper versus King. So bad. The, the, I think the tag team match that killed the crowd as well. But yeah, that, it, it's not the main event, and there was no feud built. There was no time spent on that. King right. and Piper, they spent a ton of time on it. It was garbage. The crowd didn't care too. I mean, we didn't no. really talk about it too much, but the crowd was silent for most. Which again, they came out hot for Piper and they just stopped. Uh, best match or segments? Man, I'm torn. So like, I don't care if it's five minutes. I'm I think I'm gonna have to go with the Owen versus Kid match. Uh, yeah, like I, I had the most fun watching that. Yeah, you can I, I think you have to go that one. Uh, not that other stuff wasn't great, but that is an all timer. And uh, yeah, like you said, when even that Goldberg uh, Brock match happened, people brought up, "Well, is this as good as that one?" Right? Like, I mean, that's right. Kind of right. standard bear. 
stuff we besides our Donovan, the most thing known about this pay-per-view. Uh start to stock up. Man, so I mean, I guess it's his night. So I'm I'm just gonna have to go with Owen. Like I feel like he crushed it on every level. So well, I'm gonna go with the other man known for this pay-per-view is Art Aro Donovan. Nice. Ar- Mr. Art Donovan. Uh he's just he's amazing. He <laughs> he uh, throughout this whole thing, it, it's a great one-time only thing, but it, right, it's right. So, it's so classic and uh, it's so funny. Uh, anyone stocked down? Oh, Piper! I, I, I hope his stock is out of the company. <laughs> I hope it just you sell. Um, but he just was not the fact that they gave him all the bagpipes and everything too. Just like yeah, grandiose entrance, and he just shit the bed like uh, yeah, just get get him off the TV. Yeah, it's like gonna be interesting to see. Like, is he gonna be even on anymore? Like, I, I don't remember. So we'll I don't see. think he comes back until ninety six for the commissioner. Yeah. Right, and it's crazy that they—that's the last thing they show. It's like him, right. him in the ring, and it's like he's never seen. I mean, maybe he does run a little bit longer, uh, but we'll, so we'll see. But that's just such a disappointing ending. I'm gonna go a little different. I'm gonna go crush, uh, just with this feud with Luger because that. They should have just fought here versus right. wasting a tag team match on that. It was a garbage match. Uh, obviously, I would. I think Piper's the number one, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with Crush. Uh, Crush versus Luger, just kind of a disappointing feud. That's maybe That's we'll see something good. out of it, but it's very disappointing. Uh, anything else that we missed on the awards standpoint that you want to no, bring I think, up? I think we're good. All right. Uh, so fun pay per view. Uh, like giggles all the way throughout from Art Donovan, but. Really builds up Owen Hart. They're definitely showing that Owen Hart can take on. He's outsmarting Brett here with the anvil thing. So I, I thought a great setup there. Um, will be a lot of fun to, to watch this build to uh, our next pay per view, which is SummerSlam '94. We got uh, you know some Taker Undertaker stuff going on. Uh, we got this Brett Owen thing that's pretty juicy, and we'll see if some of these other feuds kind of build up. Well, I'm really looking it. for it. Um, SummerSlam '94 is one of my like like feel good pay-per-views ever. So I'm, yeah. I'm really looking forward to build towards that. Yeah. I'm really, I'm really pumped for razor, uh, razors, you know, return to glory, razor D diesel, yeah. Walter Payton, just all that. Yeah. Interesting how they get there. Uh, so we'll be, we'll be interested in the next couple of weeks, how this, uh, this, uh, downplays, uh, from King of the Rings. So, mm-hmm. uh, we'll be back next week with two raws, two or two weeks, two raws and two superstars. And we'll, uh, see you in two weeks. Thanks for all the feedback and we'll talk soon. Yes, sir. How, how much does that guy weigh? 500 pounds plus, Art. Well, that's not bad. The only guy, the only fellow only weighs half the amount.